listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. Who are we? Oh my goodness. Well, let me tell you who we are. Welcome to another episode of the Melanie <laughs> Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. This is your girl, Anne. And my girl, Tess. Hey, Tess. Hi, Tess. Hello. <laughs> oh my God. This like TikTok thing has been like stuck in my head for the last month now. You know, the cat song next. Sometimes I'm alone. Sometimes I'm not. No, <laughs> no just me. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's fine. It's you fine. You have to just show me that one. <laughs> the one that's been stuck in my head is the ones for Trader Joe's. Like, there's been this phenomenon of people trying like Trader Joe's like meals. Mm-hmm. It goes Trader Holes, tra- tra- Trader Holes, Trader Holes, tra- and then like people are like, I'm gonna go see Tradarius Joe today. Tradarius, bro. There's <laughs> that's that's what I've been on. My, I like my that. Videos. I like that. So I like girl, it a get lot. A recipe. No, the 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 artichoke dip looks fabulous on there the um the bourbon chicken looks amazing the barilla yeah you were telling me something about the flatbread, the barilla oh, God, flatbread. Yeah. so you get the flatbread and you oil on both sides you butter both sides and you toast that thing mm. you pull it out you put some of the meat juice the meat juice the meat juice <laughs> is it barilla barilla birria birria Ain't shit. You take that juice and you put it on the bread, right? You mm-hmm. toast it. You come back. You put some cheese on it, whatever cheese you want, mozzarella, uh, quesadilla, vegan cheese, whatever cheese that floats your boat, right? Mm-hmm. Then you put your meat on there. Ooh, and you toast it for however long the package says. Mm-hmm. Take it out. You put your cilantro on there. You put whatever, like onion or whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And the way that these things are being like, and they're not it all adding, sounds so freaking delicious. It's delicious, right now. and people aren't adding anything crazy. Like they're adding the onion that you normally put on the taco, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's just on flatbread versus it being on taco. Mm-hmm. Bruh, it's called like it's it's called a pizza. It, it's giving me life just like hearing about it right it makes now. Makes me want to go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's. No, Trader Joe's. What is it? Joe. Makes me want to go to Trader Joe's. Go see about him and get some quesadilla. Yo, the way yo and some. And my brother used to be like my brother because he knows I hate when people try to like like when you know how something is pronounced and you like purposely like mispronounce it. He'd be uh-huh. like quasadilla. I'm gonna go have a quasadilla. quasadilla. Like, oh my god! And he'll Please say, "Stop!" Yes, he'll come closer. You want a quasadilla? I think I'm <laughs> you don't get your quasadilla having ass out from my ear. Anyway, like queso. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on in the world? Oh my god, there's so much going on. And a lot of it, you filled me in because sometimes I feel like I get so disconnected from what actually is happening. But I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, the world is a dumpster fire right Yo, now. Yo, like this inflation. That's oh what's going goodness. on with the world. Oh, did you know like in Florida, the coral reefs were dying yes. and bleaching because of the heat? Mm-hmm. Like record. The water is too hot. Yes. Record high temperatures. Yeah. Have been recorded. It's been insane. That's another reason why the sharks come in so close too. Oh my God. Are the sharks coming close? Yes. The sharks. I don't know. I haven't Yo, been, I haven't been, been sighting. near the water of sharks in like lake worth beach like lake worth beach um to cuesta like everything they're like we 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 know where it is type vibe not that's like crazy. some crazy type thing that's crazy because like i mean more people are like 
coming down here too or flocking over yeah like as many people as as many people i heard were like leaving because of all of the political stuff going on there are quite a few people yeah, coming over here are coming down. yes the retirees are still coming in like oh but baby i can afford it right you know what i mean what I did mean, you find out about Miami recently? So Miami, so there's like this top 10 list that normally comes out um, that says like the most expensive cities to live in. And right now Miami is the most expensive city to live in in Florida. It's the most expensive, like, yeah, it's crazy. I think it ranks like fourth across the in- entire United States, right? Yeah, it's wild. It's under what California, I think it's LA and then New York City is above yes, it. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. It's wild. And then for us, for inflation, the inflation is crazy, man. So Florida has the highest inflation rate with Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach at 9% inflation rate. The rest and- of the world thinks like at 4.6, something like that. Oh my God. And you know they're not giving any nine percent raise to anyone Bruh, I wish they would give to me actually raise. keep up with the inflation yeah that is going on it's really terrible the way that people are trying you out here like so for example before i got my degree they were trying to pay me whatever amount like i'll mm-hmm. give you like a low amount like i was making like 14 dollars an hour when i was like 18 right mm-hmm. right now after my degree they're trying to offer me 15 dollars an hour there's no way with the degree. There's to do what I, there's absolutely no way you should be paying anybody 15 dollars an hour with this inflation it's Absurd. You can't even like that's literally just for gas to put in your car to go to your next job. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely it absurd. That's it's ridiculous. It so inflation is crazy. Oh my and then, goodness. you know, Daddy Trump in the news again. Oh my God, what did he do? He was indicted recently. I think, what was it, the second? Mm-hmm. He was indicted on August 2nd um, for tampering with the 2020 elections, right? Mm-hmm. He has a laundry list of things mm-hmm. on this indictment to include like tampering and uh, is it perjury? Is that the right word? Or- perjury is not when you lie in the. Perjuries when you lie in the court, like yeah. you lie on the stand. Yeah, right? he had perjury. So he had listed perjury. On, he had perjury listed on there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, did he have to appear in front of the court um, when they when the insurrection happened? When they were doing all of the investigation, did he have to appear? I don't know. I don't remember that part. I don't remember that either. Must have dissociated. Probably because he was doing too much, especially when he had his like his hearing in New York. Mm-hmm. When he was like, "Come to New York, whatever." He had like three supporters out there mm-hmm. and like hella camera crew. Did you say th- three supporters? Yeah, there literally <laughs> three people um, supporting Trump out here. Free my dog, Trump. Free my dog. Wait, but like today though, I believe he pled not, my not dog, guilty. Just to be clear. No, not just somebody's. Dog. Somebody dog. Just, just not my dog. Just not, not ours. Not ours. We don't claim that man. Yeah. No, if I saw that man on the street, if I saw that man on the street, I would not know who he is. <laughs> Sorry to that man. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Like so many of our neighbors in Florida actually do know that man. For real, like the Trump, the golf, like they're buddies. Yeah, yeah. For real. yeah. It's really wild. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of people that i used to work with um especially like in downtown palm beach area were very familiar with him so Mm -hmm. i mean yeah some people will surprise you honestly i don't think it's surprising for me anymore really no if you live in florida well oh yeah in florida surprising i mean (laughs) i think well because because of like we're 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 in south florida and as much as you know 
Florida man and all of the Florida news, like <laughs> Florida men, are always out here. <laughs> you know, always a just Florida permeating. man issue, a Florida man title on oh, whatever. They news. even have a trend where you like you put your you put your birthday, your birth date, and then you put Florida man, and yes. then there there's like corresponding news story for that every, matches yeah. for every single day of, of the year. Florida man wrestles a alligator. Yeah, not crocodile, not alligator. Oh, huh, you know I saw saying. a video today of what? this man, like this alligator, um, left his habitat and then went across the street to like the neighborhood like to where the houses were uh-huh. so this man grabs a garbage can like a, the, one of those big like waste um waste, waste bins, bins yeah and literally opened it up while the alligator was trying to like snip snip at him opens up the the, the bin right and then puts it sideways so then the grabs the alligator in there closes the lid walks it across the street to the habitat and then releases the alligator yeah uh, yeah while everybody was recording and watching and cheering i wouldn't help him, him as ass either <laughs> i'm not gonna open it or help yeah, you like, <laughs> good luck sir good luck to but you but like he's doing a service to like of course. The community. but like can you imagine like he was literally just like trying to like trying to go after him god bless that the man. only thing protecting him that was standing between him and the alligator was like was a waste bin mm-hmm you know there's always one person it's always one person it's not gonna for, be me but, it won't be me but, ever but i i appreciate his effort like he really did one he really like took one for the for the yeah. entire neighborhood at imagine this point. how many places you've lived that there's been alligators there like mm-hmm. i mean like there's swamps and water like all these different pieces there's of, an overpopulation in, in florida isn't yes there? you can hear them when they're migrating you know <gasps> you can hear them when they're in their mating season i used to live in this townhouse where the front like my front gate opened up to this water feature mm-hmm. and i would hear them and i used to like take night classes you would my hear son them? my son would be like do you want me to unlock the door for you so you don't have to worry about um if an alligator jumps out behind you and i was like yeah please can you do that it was like crazy and then one time he refused to walk to the front door because he thought he saw one on the other side of like the water and the water is not like wide they could just jump in do two paddles and be on my side type of wide so yeah as a floridian you have lived near an alligator at one point or another where you was like mm, i know a family member of ours like who literally like goes on like walks during lunchtime mm-hmm. and they have an alligator that they say yes. hello to there's at- two in there <laughs> there's two in there they literally get up and migrate they they've literally been in front of that family member's a work office mm-hmm. door the door I'm gonna just See, stay for this overtime. This is when I put my 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 little ticket for work from home uh, accommodation. Bruh, my safety. <laughs> but then they're like, no, it's Florida, so you should expect there to be alligators. That is wild. Yeah. What if what if something happens? Like, do they even have workers comp for that? Like, what they work- better be. Wait, would workers comp cover that? I mean, if you clocked in. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy, because oh there's a loophole to everything. They're not gonna pay you for shit. They like, well, you shouldn't have gone out there. Oh it's five o'clock. Goodness. Well, who told you to take that door? Oh. They literally like migrate because there's the way I know exactly who you're talking about. There's like a gate mm-hmm. um that's like behind the buildings, and these alligators have well, no, it's like uh, 
it's like beside it and they've walked they've created their own hole through the gate where they've walked under like out of the water through the hole to get to the other side of the canal type of like free range alligators free at range my job alligators. <laughs> like it's free range ch- <laughs> bruh not free range alligators talking about let's go out let's go out there for a walk midday we're going fuck on no. a trip <laughs> fuck no you should go by yourself because if the alligator comes out and wants to say what's up to me mm-hmm. i might pass out you know what i mean like <laughs> immediately immediately no you know what i mean like i'm good there, oh my god speaking of, speaking of alligators <laughs> What has DeSantis <laughs> What a segue. <laughs> speaking speaking of alligators. Speaking of undesired undesired <laughs> overgrown animals <laughs> and pestilence. Oh my god. I like that word. Put me on. I like that. What does okay. that mean? Just a pest, the nuisance? I think so. <laughs> it just sounded good when it I said delicious. it. sounded delicious. I think? like saying words that are like sound delicious. I agree. And I like There's hearing a them. word that I really like the other. Ooh, facetious. Facetious. You like that word, right? I like that word too. It's just like there's you're a way that it's just. Yeah, you're being it's like I, I like to say I'm not being facetious and then immediately being facetious. Facetious after, yeah. yeah. Or like while being facetious. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not being facetious. It's like, I just want you to know that I, I just, know that word. <laughs> and it sounds, sounds really exactly. good. Exactly. Let me use it in the sentence so that you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I like that word, facetious. So let's talk about um, so, Daddy um, DeSantis. So not a pest, but like it's a fatal epidemic disease. It's, oh, like, the, it's like the plague. I mean, kind of. It makes sense. I felt like it was fitting and I was I right. Agree. Yeah. So what has he been up to? Well, that guy... <laughs> <laughs> the one running for you know the United States. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um so Honestly, okay, truly. recently the Board of Education in Florida had implemented and um uh, this literature book for middle school grade students that had a shift in what slavery was and what it included and particularly a statement said that uh, black people who were enslaved or enslaved people specifically said enslaved people benefited from slavery is a particular line that was on headlines and everything like that <laughs> and Mind you, this man, this man not only has a, a a degree in history, he also taught history at Yale and he also went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Um, he was was a summer cum laude or something like that in his class. Yeah, he, he had he graduated high honors. Mm-hmm. But like th- but he tried to distance himself for quite a bit. He tried to distance himself from the word of education. And like he doesn't have like a direct hand in yeah, the like, curriculum. Oh, like, right. The, curi- the facilitation like of it. But then he couldn't escape it. I think it wasn't. What was it? He was like one on his like trail. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been in like Ohio or something like that. And like, the they did not cost him but like they kept asking follow-up questions and he was like well you know i don't disagree with the fact that you know some might have you know inherited like some really good like some pretty good skills like being a blacksmith or something for example and that's what got him in the hot waters Where my, the skin being shaved off to be leather i benefited from that my legs yeah. being cut off because i sought out freedom i benefited from that so so that's what he said <laughs> so like girl you're coming after the wrong person i just wanted to give examples i'm waiting for the benefit because after all this we still didn't receive I mean, the 40 acres and a mule we were promised oh and did you like so apparently some of the photos that they even like actually showed like examples were photographs of 
either freed individuals or children of freed individuals mm-hmm. or people who were actually just born free and never like were never enslaved. So the 400 years. Right. So that's the example that they provided as evidence that Mm -hmm. people benefited, like the Mm -hmm. enslaved folks benefited from their own enslavement. Right. Yeah. So one of the rallies that he did, um, as as I think it's MSNBC covered it, Mm -hmm. where he was saying, well, um, you know, it was not my decision um, to move forward with this literature. It is up to the Board of Education. Meanwhile, you're the governor of the entire state. But who planted the seed, though? That's the other part that really gets me is that you planted the seed. He's been saying that for the, the majority of the year. Right. That slavery didn't happen and blah, blah, blah. Right. So what do you what think? do you mean? Yeah, and then our vice president Kamala Harris completely was like, "Florida's education is a is a plague." Lord have mercy. And then so she invited herself down to speak or down to Florida to speak with the Board of Education to find out what was going on. <laughs> I don't know how, how much like how much influence do you think that will actually have? Because I'm I'm a little con- not so I'm concerned. I'm very I'm concerned. concerned as well. But but I also know that um so after all of that all all the heat that the DeSantis got, he actually wrote a letter to the White House mm-hmm, sure um, pretty much stating that like, hey, y'all didn't understand what I was saying and I think you wrong that you know, so why don't you come down for some clarification? And of course, Kamala Harris was like, absolutely not. I'm good over here. Thanks. Right. So but now she's going to sit down with the Board of Education down here like i'm wondering like how much of a like how much can she do right because it's like it's like the the state will 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 uphold its own like laws right like i don't think at this point like it would be superseded unless they're able unless they have like like legal precedence right right in order to like stop it for the for the federal courts to step in and and remove it and even then, even then, that's a long process. I feel like some of the damage will already have been done in the schools. Like school starts what in a week? Yeah, it's wild. It's really wild. It's the, very the it's thing, scary. The fact the fact that we're even at this point, like so many things that we're experiencing, just drives me nuts. Like the oh, the whole idea of like the aliens thing, right? Mm-hmm. When like the whole government's there's aliens, there's proof of non humanoid cells that are whatever. Everybody's like, but like the world is literally melting. The ice caps are evading the, the 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 roads of Switzerland. It's 115 degrees right now in states that it shouldn't be that. The waters around us are complete. There's one person of plankton left in the entire Atlantic Ocean, and we need the plankton to survive as humans right the coral reef is being bleached the sharks and everything is coming closer the oceans is being filled with skin eating algae right the inflation is outrageous housing is unacceptable we are not getting paid the gap between the one percent everybody else just continues to grow and y'all want to talk about aliens i have a i have a question for you yeah so with the alien situation right so if aliens are like discovered like in italy would that make them Italian? <laughs> <laughs> that is enough internet for you. No more internet for you. I'm just like living off of like air there's, and vibes. There's, there's no more internet allowed for tests because the fact the fact that you said if they're discovered in Italy. Will they be Italians? I feel like that's a very valid question. 
Italian. Italian. It's <laughs> Italians. <laughs> it's, it's, oh my God. Someone, someone who is literally making $15 an hour made up with, made up that joke. Kind of like, I can't it, joke about nothing else. That joke eats, you know what it I mean? Slaps. Yo, did you see the one that was like, um, uh, there's this thing on TikTok that said, we've landed here. We've taken over your government. And then everybody's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> We needed help. <laughs> I feel you, sis. Thank you for coming in clutch. <laughs> and the aliens are like confused. Like, wait, are you not threatened? They're like, nah, we appreciate that. I give them dap and <laughs> Thank everything. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your service. We oh will put your God. picture up in our new government. <laughs> we will. For sure. Thank you. Come wait, again. but seriously, are there aliens for real? Hell yeah, there's aliens. There has to be. There, we're literally in like the ninth dimension of the ten dimensions that are running simultaneously in order in our, in our universe. Do you think they will fix this mess? <laughs> there was a UN meeting. They might just leave. Like, fight mm, mm, mm. to Mars. Let's go to Shore Mars. <laughs> there was a UN meeting this past. I want to. Um, okay, it happened during the summer. I don't know when exactly. And the topic of food being a human right was brought up to all all the members of the UN, and all members but one country declared that food was a human right. Can you guess what country said it was not a human right? Is it us, Jesus? <laughs> Is it me, Jesus? Yeah, it was y'all. <laughs> not y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to leave. <laughs> we both serve this country. Yeah, I'm going to take my disability and leave. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Wait, okay, check. so I want to understand that logic. What do you mean not a human right? I don't know. It's like a vote. They're having no, a but like, I'm trying to understand like the know. logic behind answering in the in the negative to that question what does that do like but like where how do you even come how like, do you even come to the conclusion yeah. that food which is like the very base of the massive hierarchy mm-hmm. of needs is not a basic human right it's like literally part of the theory how do you how do you get how do you get there because and the capitalism has completely rotted the brain of the United States and they don't fully understand. So there was a conversation regarding like water and um, hunger or whatever around mm-hmm. the world, how like there's some countries that are plentiful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's other countries that really suffer with water because of how half of the world is drying out and the other half is drowning. Like they're trying to figure out a solution, right? So the, it's like part of the global warming um, summit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, the conversation of food being a human right was brought up so they can all agree so they could create like a um what is it a decree or what a proclamation or i'm not quite sure what it's called a declaration declaration, Mm -hmm. um that would allow food but like everybody has to vote yes on it So I don't know how they came up with that. I I didn't watch the whole thing. I just know that particular portion was broadcasted and then like talked about. And I I need to watch the whole thing so I can know like the full context of it. Mm -hmm. But like the idea of them voting no just it's not surprising but like and I want to know who represented us. Like who was who was who goes to the UN to represent the United States. I mean, in any case though, the representation is exactly what it is. It's a reflection of what. We are the the right, the state of the right would be. So if the right, like they don't just outright 
make that decision on on the fly. Of course, like you you're prepared. To like, a degree, you know like about discussed, what's right? being discussed, mm-hmm. and you're prepared to answer some questions, right? Should you be addressed and have to make a decisions on them, right? Decisions on them. So, the fact, like, who represented us is not like so important as like how do we right. even get to how that? Did you get to that conclusion? I right. Agree. It it just it from it's just nonsense. Like it's causing such cognitive dissonance in my brain that I I can't. I can't even wrap my head around mm-hmm. it. That's exactly how I felt. It doesn't make sense. And it's like, it makes sense that like, I feel like our generation, like especially like, at least from, from what I've seen is very much in like that delusion, like Delulu vibe, you mm-hmm. know, it's like maybe we can manifest life and just like exist in the 5d instead of the 3d type thing. Because right. like everything That's like your only is solution just, at this point, right? It's just like how to pretend that the real, the reality that you currently live is not, is not it. Right. And you are, you have some sort of, you know, you're trying to project yourself into, into a better being. Of course. Maybe some people have projected into another dimension. That's why there's so many dimensions just to get out of this particular one as it rots away. If you guys have the solution to that, if you know the code, we're trying to leave. So let, please let us know. (laughs) Let us know. Give us the secret. We'll keep entertaining you, you know, and where was the new, wherever planet we go to, you know? Yeah. We got you. We'll bring our our recording equipment. (laughs) (laughs) We probably won't even need it. We'll just be Brock. Period. <laughs> Speaking of recording, so did you hear everything that's going on with Lizzo? Oh my goodness. Mm. I did, but I want you to tell me about it. <laughs> Let me tell you, Cora. <laughs> so Lizzo was in the news most recently because a few of her dancers um, have filed a lawsuit against her and her management company as well as the is it who conducts a choreographer Mm -hmm. the choreographer and there is um allegations of sexual harassment allegation of um allegations of fat shaming allegations of a hostile um environment Mm -hmm. allegations of unfair pay Mm -hmm. there's a few things that were listed but those are the things that like i actively paid attention to and of course the backlash is really crazy going on lizzo and this information just came out like i'm i'm so curious as to what like what has really come out what does the allegations actually say what does the lawsuit actually say like you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i know lizzo said something did she say something she said something on social media yes so she had like a whole um she did like a whole post on social media she like she was thanking the people who actually believed her and like supported her um as she was navigating these like she called it um like absurd allegation or something like that um but it really i mean i feel like personally i feel like first of all it's like believe survivors mm-hmm. right second i mean i have so much like, my thoughts are like convol like convoluted and they're trying right. to like you can really just like them. go all over the place but with so one of the things she said is she's like these last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing my work ethic morals and respectfulness have been questioned my character has been criticized usually i choose not to respond to false allegations but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed and i'm like at this point like there are allegations but like there like they, it's something that has been filed in the legal system like in the legal court system Mm -hmm. it's been filed like you are being like you're being put on the hook for this right right? and like there are so many ways like as a black person like i'm looking at this as somebody who tries very hard to remain body positive for myself Mm -hmm. and it's not like it it's not like a hard thing for me to do with other people but like i know that i'm 
like indoctrinated into a society that is very much about like body standards and weight and you know beauty standards and all of that stuff right and so personally I kind of struggle with like like self body image and self-confidence but that being said she is she is known for being an icon in that regard right she is known for really just like celebrating bodies being very open right. about body positivity exactly. and self-love and that all is of her that. entire brand that is her brand and she is known publicly for like for like doing like incredible like doing really good deeds mm-hmm. right so hearing that i'm not surprised because i think like with power proximity to right. proximity to privilege mm-hmm. is like you know like kind of changes aspects of who you are of when it comes to, especially when you get to a point where you maybe feel like you may not you can't be touched as you right. know as easily especially right? if you have things that are unanswered about yourself like exactly. if you've struggled with insecurities and mm-hmm. things like that and then there's those attacked quite often Oh, about yes. her weight and 100%. the way that she looks and people are eat, like always comparing her and just not giving her 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 you know her due mm-hmm. you know credit so it's like for her to experience everything that she's experiencing is not necessarily surprising because it's definitely possible however like you you hope that it's not true but at the same time you're like oh you must i mean you should right. believe victim so everything is definitely like alleged mm-hmm. but it's like i'm i'm waiting to find out more like you're hoping that she's not this person but at the same time is it really impossible you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean a lot of it is like pretty specific too mm-hmm. and that's the part that like really gets me because when they're talking about it they're talking about specific incidents where you know she was like um uh, deliberately like a, uh, making fun of uh of one of the dancers because of her virginity right there's a or um but that one was for not lizzo that one was for the choreographer right the one that was making the one that was talking about the virginity whatever i was watching i was watching something so so what was um and this is as as of today yeah. it says um three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused a singer mm-hmm. of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a lawsuit mm-hmm. filed Tuesday. They also allege that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an yes, Amsterdam club and one. subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. Mm-hmm. So um and then uh she also apparently allegedly uh <clears throat> Uh, called attention to a dancer's weight gain yes. and later berated that dancer and then fired that dancer after recorded a meeting because of her health condition. So, uh, and I'd say, oh, oh they, yes. So you're, you're absolutely right about the, the, the virginity thing. They're accusing the captain of Lizzo's dance team okay. to be, to be, to do that. That's so wild. Like, it, it really is. It just, I mean, I don't know, the but apparently, like, if, wild. but she was apparently aware that those comments were being right. made, and then nothing was and, done, and didn't, apparently did not do anything right. to address them. So, if you're standing up for people, then then that's the way. That's the best way to stand up for someone in in present time. Mm-hmm. There were a few people that actually came out. They're not involved with this particular lawsuit. Um, there was a, I want to say, they're a videographer. It's, 
like some type of production, like either like a director or someone involved in the production team, right? Mm-hmm. Worked with doing like the BTS behind the scenes and um, what is it when someone documents their life? Like a documentary. And they were working with Lizzo and they worked for two weeks and they decided to leave the project because they felt like Lizzo was creating a hostile environment for them. So yeah. they said, I'm not part of, I'm not part of this lawsuit. However, I believe the people who were brave enough to say something about it because it was a work environment I chose to leave and they're not part of this lawsuit so people have been coming out and saying certain things and it's unfortunate like where there's smoke there's fire even if it's not as big as what they're maybe maybe um going after but there's something that needs to be handled in this yeah I agree here's the thing though how do you feel about the the overall response by by the public how do you feel about like the like some people being like, I don't want to, I don't want to fra- I don't want to like lead you with my framing, but like, how do you feel about the response? Like the quick response, some of it supportive, but a lot of it, um, just of the canceling nature kind yeah. of like takes me back. Like, how do you feel about that? Well, that's the season that we're in. Like it's the cancel culture is always around. Like people are very quick to cancel. Um, someone, especially if someone is black, especially if someone is, you know, considered to be fat. Um, Lizzo has always been that topic there. They've been looking for a reason to cancel Lizzo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get the opportunity to really dive too deep to like actually see what people are saying or not saying about her. But like, as people were reporting it, you can tell just by the way they were reporting it, they're discussed with, her even though this is our these are allegations things that haven't been proved yet and no one is like you don't see the uproar of support that you would see if someone that was palm colored was experiencing experiencing something like this it's unfortunate that Lizzo is always on that end of the stick where the negativity is just so great that you don't hear any of the support or you don't see it as often or she just I feel like she's considered to be an easy target because of the things that she always has to stand Mm -hmm. 10 toes down for Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think that, so here's the thing. I, and, and this is something that one of like my, I would say, uh, one of the people like I follow, she's, um, they're an activist. They are, you know, queer feminist, very, um, like, like pro black, like very, very vocal about mm-hmm. all of the, the, the challenges that misogynoir that, that particularly exist in, in our society. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I follow a lot of what they said and one of the comments was that is is so it's so interesting how quickly um when it comes to fat black women how quickly society especially white folks are like are ready to dismiss right. and cancel them right. whereas they what if it was like another artist like who had made like and it has Swift happened or, right um, the guy's name that's so popular for oh you're group. talking about um harry styles yes, harry right styles. or even like no justin Bieber, right like those people like can't really can't do no wrong I mean, there have been scandals right, there plenty, have been plenty right there have been comments that were made there have been like some very cringe worthy like things of on course. their videos or on their like their songs or like their interviews and it's almost like every single time there seems to be like this like apology like that kind of like blankets that and protects that artist mm-hmm. and because like because of who they are and it really like really kind of brings it back home to our earlier episode from like the previous season our first season actually where right. we we're talking about a little bit more about black rage and like the right. consum- specifically the consumption of black people mm-hmm. that black people are either 
consumed or are either a product of consumption, consumption. a product of mm-hmm. capitalism or they're a product of an, for annihilation okay. and if they can't do one and they're gonna be they're, they're gonna do the exactly. other and you have to exceed the typical standard right and i know like you said something like that was like you know particular um particularly impactful about about black excellence and i do i don't know if i kind of want to get into that a little bit with with me right now too just to kind of like tie all of this together because i feel like it all feeds the you know Mm. the other we do have the expectation of or we we've been fed this expectation of black excellence i remember Mm -hmm. having that conversation with it was us and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pierre Um, pierre oh i love him Mm -hmm. oh pierre Mm -hmm. i'm sorry no (laughs) (laughs) um but um we did have a conversation about it and i like the way that you guys broke it down because it is something that was like fed to us like Mm -hmm. we have to be the one that exceeds everyone working in the office we Mm -hmm. have to be the one that exceeds typical standards we have to work the hardest and not expect anything like that we can actually pocket but just say you know you're excellent you mm-hmm. you're definitely like the best negro in the group type mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. and i feel like black excellence is that and i've always felt like i've always felt like proud and like oh i'm a form of black excellence but then when i realize how it is really fed to us to where like you have to reach this bar no one else is expected to reach that bar but you like right. you are the black person in the group you are expected to reach that level of black excellence that is not expected from your palm colored peers and if you don't reach that level of excellence, if you're not doing it the way that we expect you to do it, and if you're not then exceeding that bar, like, you know, what value do you have? Like, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's it's literally showing that now with Lizzo. Lizzo is this person I feel like, at least within our community, oh, she's great. She's this or that. Like, I feel like it's only like a group of us that are like, wow, she's amazing. She's someone that's breaking these standards. She's breaking through glass ceilings, whatever mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. But there's also that group of hate that just cannot, that are still being fed like what excellence actually looks like by whomever is feeding it to mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. they can't manage to be like, okay, somebody else can be excellent. And that pressure of being excellent hits you know of course Lizzo and anyone in her position Mm -hmm. but then like everybody looking at her like waiting for her to fall like waiting to annihilate her that's that's a that's huge what you just said because that is very true it's like it's almost it's almost like half of the people are just waiting for that to happen as they're as they're throwing their hate like their hateful speech as they're as they're um completely like vilifying her body and like dissecting her and all of that and the moment that like she kind of like she cracks then you know ready to like pounce right and in the other and the other half is like kind of put her on this pedestal and as like this product this model of behavior for like the 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 poster right the poster item for like body positivity right. and therefore like not really human right you if know? you're fat and black you must do this to be accepted right and so um i wanted to give proper credit to um erica hart mm-hmm. um so oh, yeah, on instagram so um they wrote white people have positioned lizzo as their palatable fat black body positivity leader a body they can ogle at pick apart both but mostly mammify to ignore their own internalized fat phobia lizzo and other black femmes are put on a pedestal and and or lionized so white people don't have to humanize her she is just supposed to be perfect and do labor for their benefit so when you 
play somebody, right, and you don't see their humanness, mm-hmm. you don't see, like, therefore you don't see their ability to fall, their ability to topple, their ability to make mistakes. So you hold them to an impossible standard. No wonder, like, you're quick to just, like, take them off that pedestal exactly. and completely, like, demonize them and throw rocks at them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's absolutely awful because the standard just isn't the same across right. the board. Right, it's not attainable by all, right? It's, I agree. And this is why the cancel culture conversation comes up so often where it's like cancel, cancel culture. Because, I mean, is, is it really fair? Is it really worth it? I feel like canceling people like those who have hurt us, like canceling R. Kelly was definitely worth it. Um, but like everyone, like what standards are we are we using? What are what are we using to be like, okay, this person is worth it, but this person isn't worth it. Are we are we going to demonize this person? We're going to annihilate this person? Are we going to lift up this person? Like it's it's what what guidelines? are there what are we using in order to be like you know what i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna cancel this person like Mm -hmm. at what point does it end but do you feel like it's more like an 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 issue of like co-opting an individual for for like to the and and tying them to their product so that they become one in the same because Mm. like i feel like i feel like in the case of you know previous people have been canceled like i feel like there has been this very difficult um, right. them, feat of like yeah. separating the art from the artist exactly. separating the, the product from the, from the person mm-hmm. right and and here's the thing no matter what you say about like no matter where we are again going back to belief survivors right, right. something happened like you have to be able to mm -hmm. exactly they experienced it it is real and i really hope that they find they get a they find a resolution now that being said say what you will about the person that is lizzo and what she might have done Mm -hmm. right behind those scenes this is someone who has helped so many girls, mm-hmm. so many people mm-hmm. ac- not only accept, but embrace their right. bodies and help them thrive, help survive another day because like of the way they used to view themselves. Right. And so what are we going to do? Are we going to completely efface like all of the work that she has done that has positively impacted people, so people. and have made their, like have changed lives for the better. And that's the part that like I really struggle with is like as we're canceling and as we're vilifying and as we're demonizing or villainizing right a person what do we say about the legacy that they've already mm -hmm. like they've that they've left that they've already started paving do we just like crap all over it so that's a good question so it's and i don't think it's necessarily fair and i think like that's the noxious thing about cancel culture as a whole is the fact that as you're erasing the as you're calling out the person's action you and you're you're vilifying like their action like you're like admonishing their behaviors right you erase that person and you erase that person's legacy and the positive the positive impact that the person has also had on lives right i agree and i struggle personally with that because like as a black person who struggled like body like body image and body positivity who's like you know been like up and down on the scale and who's like not always felt confident in their mm-hmm. bodies and all of that stuff like listening to some of the music what felt liberating to me right. seeing lizzo for the first time on like being like so comfortable in her body and not just being comfortable but being sexy mm-hmm. like there is something about fat bodies not being considered sexy, sexy. Right. and 
not only like it's not it's not just like the way that society views and like even in the products that they actually they actually create i know that for example when we talk about savage right mm-hmm. savage fenty by, by rihanna like when it was like this huge like thing when she had her fashion show and right. had like all body all sizes body types, all, all colors and actually had sexy lingerie right. for all the body types which like if you if you would go to a freaking like lingerie store or whatever it's like, like zero, zero zero right mm-hmm. zero zero to like when you get to like me like at best you'll have like maybe like a large extra large that mm-hmm. still looks decent and the rest looks like like rags that they just piece together it's like they give up after you after know, a certain size after a certain I size agree. You have to, like custom order it or something right. like that right and it's like drapey clothes and like they're formless yeah. and shapeless there's and, always been like a lack in right? the market and, and everything and one thing i do admire yeah. about like Fenty specifically like Rihanna was very purposeful with the way that she did things like she was very much like even in her makeup she made sure that she added those mm-hmm. additional shades mm-hmm. where traditionally makeup comes in like 20 shades yes. she and added and like undertones. 29 more shades exactly yes. she took mm-hmm. the time to really understand it and that's something I do see within Lizzo as well where when it does come to what she would speak about and who she would present like she made sure that the girls on stage looked like her right. so then there's a better view a, a better view of what the stand like this is not this is not what your quote unquote standard is but this is reality like right. we have to be we have to be able to see all people mm-hmm. and I don't have to be I don't have to be down mm-hmm. at the fact that I weigh this much or that mm-hmm. I'm wide or that I have hips or I have thighs or whatever mm-hmm. like I'm happy and I'm proud and the thing is like she really did get villainized for just saying that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's wild it really is or like promoting like unhealthy unhealthy behavior towards like food and 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 exercise and all of that stuff I mean like Meanwhile, it's been she's uh, vegan and she and, like, and works out right right and that's the that's the thing right it's like you know fat black people fat people in general that get a rep but then like when you add like all of the other intersections onto it then you ha- and you like it's like fat black you, female f- right mm-hmm. like or afab like you're just like fat like you're not supposed to be sexy you're not supposed to love your body you're mm-hmm. not so su- you're supposed to be eating a salad all the time and mm-hmm. you're supposed to just like be like constantly at the gym right. but if you're at the gym you're getting criticized because like you're like oh look God, at yes, you right there's so there's so like, much of criticism mm-hmm. towards bigger mm-hmm. people at the yep. gym which I I never understood mm-hmm. why like isn't that like are you mm-hmm. gonna criticize them for being at the gym but then criticize them when they're not at the gym right like be serious right be serious exactly and 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 i feel like when it comes to that having somebody who's able to say like this is who i am this is how i am and, and like i i am like it's just it's a fact Period. you know what exactly. i mean and but and i'm power i'm it. fat and um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm beautiful and, there's yeah. i don't know if you're like if, you, if you've ever had like if, if you ever heard it around you or if you've ever had like somebody be like oh like i feel fat or whatever and then like, somebody next to you be like oh yeah, my god no you're, you're, beautiful. you're so beautiful you're so beautiful it's like um i never said right. i was ugly you right. know what i mean like that's not what we're talking right. about at all it's not aligned right but then that's what you're doing like you're confounding like one thing for the other so for you in your mind like if you're if you're saying that to me right. then to you automatically the one equals the other right you're fat meaning means that you're ugly meanwhile for me you say you fat i'm like girl let me see that ass you know the thing is with me i feel like when it comes to things like that i never understood why people would turn around like but you're so beautiful like this Mm -hmm. is like it's the same thing like if you're not feeling like your best or like if you're studying Mm -hmm. you're not doing but you're so beautiful Mm -hmm. like girl 
ain't nobody said I was ugly. Like right. we're just trying. I'm just let me let me just, exist. just right. Let me exist, and then like, you don't you don't have to comment on it, and, right? And you have to like check your own privilege and like check why it is that that's the first thing that comes right. to your mind when somebody makes a like comment. Why do you feel like you have to respond? Why do you feel like you have to respond in specifically that way by saying that by by somehow like reaffirming or affirming that the person is beautiful when right. they, they didn't ask for that type of validation from you? I agree. So like going back to like the cons- consumption of people as products and this impossible standard that black people have to maintain, particularly mm-hmm. black women, um, fat black women who are, you know, sometimes like self self appointed, but a lot of the times appointed by the public as like a model for a specific movement. Mm-hmm. I, how I just, what is your, where's, what's your stance? Like, how do you feel? Cause like, I personally feel like I feel conflicted. I feel, I feel conflicted, not about the victims and about the survivors of the alleged, like, um, like assault and events that incidents that happened just more conflicted about what the, the, the artist represents who she's, what she's represented to a lot of people mm-hmm. and those allegations about her like that are happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. and what that means for like maybe the future of her career or even like the, like like her credibility moving right. forward when she's when she's you know performing her art right so that's where i'm at how do you feel about all of it i'm in the same space i feel because the thing is like when it comes to things like this especially if it's coming out again in a legal stance you like something had to have happened or not always because as celebrities like you're you're a target however i am conflicted with the information that's coming out i'm conflicted with her credibility i'm mm-hmm. conflicted with what her brand will now look like because even if everything like happens and they're like oh it was a hoax or whatever mm-hmm. now people have that glimmer of doubt in the back of their head like what was she really that way like mm-hmm. were they really lying about something or did they just get paid off right. there's so many like ifs that now come into it i don't necessarily participate in cancel culture except mm-hmm. for like one particular person however i am always intrigued as to um, how everything gets handled, what then gets discovered, what's right. being put out, how are things going to change? If if this is truly an environment that is hostile, how are we gonna you know change it for people that are still working there? Mm-hmm. How are we gonna better the remainder of the people? How are we gonna continue with this legacy if it's possible to continue the legacy in the way that we're going? There's so many questions that go to it, and I haven't necessarily decided um, how I. Feel feel about it because it's so fresh and it's so new Mm -hmm. but i'm in the same space i'm conflicted um with which way it's gonna go but also like i'm i I really hope that the people that did experience these things get some get something like get some kind of closure Mm -hmm. if it is if it is that that case because i've experienced hostile work environments before and like when i finally got out i felt like i had to detox and Mm -hmm. i felt like i had to really like get myself together Mm -hmm. i felt crazy like did i really experience this and um like how come no one protected me and things like that so you you feel out of sorts Mm -hmm. so like ultimately i feel like i hope these women are protected or i hope these people are protected in the way they deserve to be Mm -hmm. i hope that standards definitely are updated and changed there's so many things that have been coming out with hollywood recently especially with like the band of the writer not band of the writers but 
the writers it? guild strike the, 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 the strike, strike with the mm-hmm. writers yes mm-hmm. there's so many things that are coming out with unfair treatment and, mm-hmm. and environment and things like that so, like impossible hours exactly and like, right. so something has to change mm-hmm. something is there's active change that's happening and it has to break so that we as people are able to exist in, in a way that makes sense there right. has to be a balance i agree you said something that was like very um that i wanted to to tack on a little bit and it's about the way that when you leave a hostile work environment um whether it's by meta- method of termination or by resignation mm-hmm. like you're you you're left kind of like out of sorts and sometimes like you're left like questioning some like some of the reality that happened and i'm gonna like add like that other layer too is like there's a certain I don't go out in the world every single day thinking like I'm going to experience some sort of microaggression, Mm -hmm. right? I try to put my best foot forward and, you know, attract positivity, greet people with kindness, treat people with respect and expecting the same to be returned. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, I also know that I am definitely not impervious to like um, the potential, like the possible microaggressions. And it almost feels like I don't always... I don't always linger on those specific instances, but there's at least once a day, there's going to be like some type of microaggression, like, you know, thrown, like thrown at me. And there is a reality for me where if I know that I am part of like a predominantly white institution or predominantly non-black institution, there's a certain expectation that like not expectation but there's just certain like well if this happens i will not be so surprised because i understand the reality of it however but however there's like a certain like kinship that i feel towards like leaders who look like me Mm -hmm. and who um wear their hair the same way and speak the same way or the same like who are from my culture right in my background or maybe sometimes speak the same language and so I feel like when that discrepancy or when that how do you call that when that affront happens and it's like somebody who is who should understand and should have your back because they understand right that and they're the me. ones like mm. causing the harm i feel like that's like a whole new level of mm. just like gaslighting yeah, for me it's a new form of trauma for sure right so like how do you like so i feel like from from this person i was looking at the dancers going back to like the the whole incident and they're all like black like for like black women the majority the majority of them are black Mm -hmm. women the majority of them are like you know like um in bigger in 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 bigger bodies Mm -hmm. right and they're absolutely gorgeous not relevant oh my word but yes are they gorgeous and they're they've experienced this trauma right Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering like how like how much like even strength or courage or like it took them to even come forward because like some of it, sometimes when you, when you speak up, especially against someone who's supposed to, who looks like you and Mm -hmm. supposed to represent something that is bigger than you, Mm -hmm. there's a part of it that feels like how much damage am I causing to the rest of the world by like soiling this image Mm -hmm. or how much is all going to come at me because this person is like, so, big like so large in their in their impact and so large in like the benefit that they they provide to like a whole community 
that like they're gonna come at me and like think that I'm the one like lying or that I'm not this or I'm not worthy of protection and all of that stuff so how do you how do you feel about that Mm. Cause to me, it just makes me like it. Just gives me like a whole another level of it just, just makes you like what? Anxious, yeah, you've now broken that foundation of black excellence. Mm. <laughs> like imagine, imagine working for Lizzo, and she looks like you, and mm. she's this amazing, talented person, and you just like admire this person for just giving you a voice. And women or AFAB people who look like you a voice, and now you're in in places that you just didn't imagine yourself to be in, mm-hmm. and then you get into this place where you're just not treated in the way that you imagine. Mm-hmm. The way that it feels like the world is kind of crumbling under you is like mm. it's it's hard to describe. I have to say i i mean i've worked in different places where i've had like um white bosses black bosses whatever Mm -hmm. but like when when i'm in a place where it's predominantly white and then like my boss is black Mm -hmm. or i have someone that i can count on to make sure that this excellence continues and it, it feels like a betrayal in a way when you yes. notice that they're just treating you if not worse but like like and on the same level as people who just put right. you in disregard right yeah dang <laughs> i feel like that's the word that i was looking for too like betrayal mm-hmm. it, it's like the it's like this deep betrayal like against like i don't yeah, know you man feel, like uncomfortable and then and then it makes you really question yourself too mm-hmm. like is it me am i expecting too much from this person mm-hmm. like you start to question a lot of things about yourself and what you are you are bringing to the situation i mean in any victim cases you do go through that that moment in time where you're like what am i doing to mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. this person to be this way towards me or mm-hmm. why why um or what have i done to allow this environment to become the way that it's become like you you, you do blame yourself and then that's mm-hmm. also like what these um, people might have experienced as well like I can't say anything and I can't do anything because it's really it's not just going to affect me but it's going to affect all of us and it was beautiful when people said oh it's so brave of them to come out and say something because you know it's going to not only affect Lisa's career but their career and the people that follow her and support her yeah I I hear you it's tough it's really tough it's really tough. So, like, what, I mean, what do we want to leave people with about this? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of questions to ask, like, you know, one, yourself, how you feel about the whole thing, about cancel culture, about black excellence, about black rage, about mm-hmm. just, um, like victims in general that experience these things, how they must be feeling, mm-hmm. how someone that is accused, I, I'm so curious about what her mindset is, like her actual mindset mm-hmm. and not what's being put out in the media, just to be a nugget somewhere to listen to how she's mm-hmm. kind of like taking it in and to see if it is real and how it's being processed. I'm so curious of how like Lizzo is really dealing with it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm curious. I really, I am too. I am too. And I just, at the very, at the same time, I, when I heard it, I I don't have this impulse to just like jump ship and just be like, well, I'm done. And I feel like there's a lot of people who are just like, oh, well, here we go again. Like, I I just want you to know that I will no longer consume your stuff. It's like, you're, first of all, you one person. Right. Second, nobody cares. (laughs) 
God, nobody cares. But then but for, them, for them to announce it, yeah. After one thing, like happens. nobody, nobody, for you to take the time to put a comment under whatever like the person posts or saying like letting them know. Oh, I just want you to know because that I'm no longer going to like. Do you really think you one sing, single person? Not to say like the power of the few like is is not a powerful thing. Like it is, mm-hmm. and I'm sure like she's going to feel it. I'm of not course. saying she won't. All I'm saying is that I feel like there's like certain like there's like an inflated ego about ourselves sometimes too where we right. think that we're just like these mighty powerful people who all of a sudden because we stop consuming so and so's media or like stop going to Target yep I, there was this whole thing with Target oh, really? during Pride Month and like people saying like I'm done and I'm boycotting oh really like, yeah it was a whole thing we'll talk about it mm, but, but <laughs> yeah but like it was like a whole thing it was like saying that as if this conglomerate this power house of an artist or of a corporation or of a product is going to feel the impact of like the singular thing that's mm-hmm. the part that's like you haven't gone everything and then there's also this thing of like you're so quick to jump ship so like quick. have you not made a, have you not made mistakes right. do you consider yourself perfect right do you consider yourself like above above like, above right above flaws mm-hmm. like you you're not you just simply aren't and we're so quick to admonish people instead of giving grace and understanding and compassion for survivors and especially when that person also has experienced similar levels of oppression and marginalization right and that's that's where that's the corner that i'm finding myself kind of struggling in right and i feel like you've taken the time to really think about it and because you're not someone that just goes off the whim and makes that abrupt decision i feel like people do need to take the time to really think things through and is it really worth being so divinely intertwined in this type of media anyway you know Mm -hmm. what i mean as things change and and update or whatever you don't know what the next step is going to be Mm -hmm. so i mean i think it's i think it's a safe place to be um to be curious and waiting for information and and then later deciding how you're going to move forward because ultimately like this artist is thriving because she has supporters so if you yourself do stop supporting her after you received all the information there are many people like you that will you know do the same right but to be that person that does wait for certain information or whatever it's 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 um beneficial in this particular situation i can't necessarily say that for all situations not all situations yeah. like we're, we're gonna have uniqueness in 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 each each situation is gonna present situation differently is different right. right but like the other thing is like it's your per- it's your personal choice like right. that you exactly. have the freedom of choice you know you have the power of consumption you have the power not to consume exactly and you can make that personal decision for yourself without i think brandishing this like 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 sort of like self-righteousness and i think I, that's the intent behind it I that declare. really gets you i declare that i will not do you know x y and Z. it's like right. okay dude like good for you you know <laughs> but i don't think it needs to be broadcast in such a way especially when things are so like are still so precocious right. you know what i mean and imagine what that could do to someone's mental health too imagine if you're someone who does struggle with something like this it could cause someone to really like unalive mm-hmm. themselves if oh, they're absolutely. dealing with this and they're dealing yes. with criticisms and things like that so and she's 
been pretty vocal about her own struggles with mm-hmm. mental health as well. So then, like, you now saying this is not just something... Like, people don't realize how powerful their words are. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make sure that they make these comments. And, well, my, you know, my words are powerful and they count or whatever. Okay, great. However, understand how your words do affect other people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I love how we're able to have conversations and really dissect it in a way that is not only relatable but you know tackles you know topics that are always important and always like worth discussing like black rage and mm-hmm. black excellence and things like that so i always appreciate the conversation test oh my goodness me too i feel like this like allows us to kind of dip our toes back in and talking about the things that are like are so near and dear to us right. you know the when it comes to like us. like that start that really started this whole conversation these right. conversations we really want to like dip our toes back into like the whole the, like black rage and black joy as especially as things are becoming just like just just more more and more wild out here in these streets in these streets yes it's just you know it's another level of just <laughs> asinine For real, I agree. so i don't know I'm, I'm really excited to be on the other side of the mic with you always to have yes. these conversations like i feel like it's really a place of non-judgment mm-hmm. and i also think and i hope that you know our like our audience knows that we're not preaching anything of we're course. not like we're not do we're not we're expressing ourselves like and we're coming from a place of like this is where we're at yes. so you know i really do enjoy doing this with you tess and i know our audience does as well especially with the up in followers we've had recently the up in listeners we do appreciate you yes, and if you, you enjoyed listening to this episode of the melanated movement podcast with tess and Anne, please follow us on our social medias um you can look at uh, look us up on linktree linktree forward slash melanated movement we have our tiktok on there we have our twitter on there we have our ig on there melanated movement podcast follow us and join the fam yes and i i mentioned a, an episode from our earlier season as well with our guest pierre Pierre, i'm mad i called you gene that is such a haitian thing to say i should not assume that everybody's <laughs> name is gene or <laughs> gene or marie but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address racism the other day i'm oh, just damn. kidding <laughs> <laughs> but we love you, I Pierre. Can, I can, I, I enjoy can. seeing No, him we, we absolutely loved it. We we love having him. So the the episode I believe is called Black Rage, and it's like our th- uh, second episode from the first season. So definitely check it out. Um, yeah. As especially as we're dipping our toes back in, you know, right? That's bit. an OG episode. Yes, definitely it is. tap in. It really is. So thank you so much. This has been the Mel Name Movie Podcast with. Testing it. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>